Ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, Hedvig! Just by little Bob, Darby, and we'll do Sausage curls, chicken wings, it's Albert Kazakou With your blow dry, pebble back, Tony Homeway too Flip, bro, fridge, flop, it's all because of you It's all because of you, it's all because of you Have you accepted me as your personal lord and saviour? Well... You should have, because we are back with Hedvig, Inch by Angry Inch, the podcast where we analyse and tear down the walls surrounding the movie masterpiece that is Hedvig and the Angry Inch, chapter by chapter. I'm your usual host, you're sick of me by now, I'm John, hello, and I'm joined once again by a very, very special guest, the one, the only, Sheila Wolf. Oh my God, thank you, that was a great introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I never expected that, amazing. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, only the best for you. Of course. We could start to produce a show, my bae, darling. <laughs> you can make my host for the next for the next show. Oh. That's a good introduction. <laughs> well, we'll we'll discuss that and uh, you know, finances off Mike. <laughs> of course. Of course. Hey no, I'd course. do any I'd do it for free. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> really? I come back to you. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you just uh, supply a couple of drinks and some food, it's all good. <laughs> yes, of course. It's always included champagne and food, so everything's fine. The most important of all. <laughs> the most important of all is champagne, that's right, yeah. Except, of course, for what we're here to talk about today, which is even more important. It's chapter 15 of Hedvig, titled Knowledge. We haven't got any songs for a little while, so I apologise in advance there's no songs in this particular scene, but sometimes these scenes are even more interesting than you expect, I find. Because everybody goes, oh, I want uh, Wicked Little Town, I want this song, I want that song, but I find some of the best discussions happen in between. There's a, there's a lot going on here. I mean, my experience with Hedwig was, uh, I saw it first in the... Uh in the theater before I saw the film. So it was, um, and don't, don't, I don't have the scenes in front of me when I saw the first uh, production on stage. Mm. And it was a really great experience to see the film after the production on stage. It was really nice because, um, I mean, I met John I met Mitchell Cameron. How was the name of the of the guy? Oh, John Cameron Mitchell, yeah, yeah. John Cameron Mitchell, thank you. <laughs> I met him at the Teddy Awards uh, years ago. And he was such a nice guy. He was, he's, he's small. He's not so high. I've heard this <laughs> actually. A couple of guests have said this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's nice. He's a nice guy. But I mean, I'm wearing high heels, so I was much more <laughs> bigger than him. And, uh, and uh, he was very kind and um, I love to talk with him. But um, to be honest, I saw it first on stage, not on, uh, not on, uh, not as a film. Mm. And then I saw the film and I was touched. I was really touched. No, I, I like that though, because, I am the other way. Like, I've seen the movie first and foremost. So I like it when I have guests on who are the other way around. It gives a different perspective. Most of the people are first song the film and then going to the theater because it's very, it's not so crowdy and not so popular. Mm. But um, I was invited by Nigel Francis. He was a, a nice guy from Frankfurt, from, from Germany. Oh, yeah. And he producing this, he, he bring his uh, original born on the thing in London. And he brings this musical to Germany, um, and I'd never heard of it before. And it was, it was, it was, I think, two thousand and three or so. I don't know. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. or, or not? Not three? Maybe eight? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I have to check my blog, and because I'm, I'm in the past, I blogged about this whole my, my whole career, my whole experiences, and I 
I, I just did it not for any, anybody else and just for me because I'm so bad in remembering oh, things. Oh, I'm the same. <laughs> so, and uh, I will check it right now in my computer, but it was Nigel Francis. He was the name of the name. And he brought it to uh, Germany. And I, I go to Frankfurt extra for this musical. And it was really, really amazing because I saw that for the first time. I saw all the expression. I mean, he's not as the, such a small guy like uh, Cameron Mitchell. He's more bigger and more, I don't know, he's more muscles. But it was it was really a good music and it was it touched me by this whole story. And then I saw the film, I was more touched oh. because the story is absolutely amazing. Well, I think that's one of the best things about it in general is that basically anybody can and has played the, the leading role. You've had people from all different shapes and sizes and genders and everything. And it always works. It always fits the story. It's great. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, uh, it was 2008. I'm sorry. Well, not, not 2003. 2008 in Frankfurt. And um, I just uh, bought cards, uh, tickets for my for the next Hedwig production here in, in Berlin. Mm. It's uh, played by uh, Sven Ratzke from Holland. Oh, yeah. I've seen him online. Yeah. Yeah, he's such a genius because he's a cabaret superstar in Holland, mm. and um, he's playing. He, he did his Hedwig production, I think, um, five years ago or six years ago, in a small place in the underground theater. It's not not the theater, but more a cellar, mm. and um, it was such a great production. And um, yeah, and then yeah, we we he bring it back to a big theater right now, and it will be uh, in times of Corona. It's very difficult to. To bring a big production back to Berlin, oh, I can because imagine. nobody wants to nobody wants to play in front of eighty people. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's let's go back to the scene. I mean, I'm just talking about my history. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm going to ask you about it anyway. So that's the perfect way of getting it in there. <laughs> Your history is very important to this. Um. So yeah, we we do get a glimpse of this shroud of Hedwig, as I say, for a second. And I only want to bring it up again here before we properly move on with the scene, because Mike Potter, the hair and makeup artist, former guest of the show, he's selling these on his Instagram. Cheap plug there, everybody. Go and check him out. (laughs) He keeps selling these. Oh, oh, that's about the commercial part. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he hand makes them different. Every one of them is different, and he'll, he'll create them for you. Um, he might. I think he's finished his his sort of second run of them, but he'll be he'll be back with more. Just keep keep an eye on his page. Uh, but then we cut to Tommy's room, and uh, Hedvig is with him. They've got a kind of connection now. Uh, I get the impression that maybe beforehand, when Hedvig was sort of merely the young child's babysitter, you know, his his brother or sister or whatever, that maybe they never really spoke. It was just like some woman he saw around the house. <laughs> And he didn't really interact with her. But now they've got a bond. He's been to see the... Well, they've, <laughs> they've had a sexual connection. And then he's gone to see them sing and whatnot. He's, he's definitely got a thing for Hedvig, so to speak. It's very... Um, he looks up to her. It's like she's the older woman. Uh, do you think she's the older woman from, for him? So Yeah, that's, that's the impression I get. Especially because there's a camera shot where you see... Hedvig's leg that's all you're seeing in the scene and Tommy's looking up at her kind of smiling and he's so happy it looks very kind of it's almost dominating it's quite sexy oh Hedvig is always sexy Ooh. but I say for me the, the the moment when when Hedvig tried to kiss him was um was a bit, little bit strange because um he, uh, what was it Tom, Tommy tried to 
to to to cancel this moment because mm. he, he was not sure about everything and he, i mean he's a young person of course yeah and if you are young you are not um you're, you're not knowing everything about the relationship to to maybe a transsexual person i don't know yeah. you are shy you are, i mean in my career i met a lot of of trans persons uh, in the last 17 years and it was always a pleasure to play with him or to play with a with the guys on stage and other with the girls on stage yeah. and um i think for him it was the first time and he can't say what should i do that was the first moment and i mean in my career it was when i started drag 17 years ago it was for me also with my wife he, he, she said what are you doing so i don't know just let's try it out we'll you see what happens <laughs> and she said do, do you want to be gay or do you want to be trans i said i don't know but i don't think so because i don't like penises <laughs> but uh but at the moment, it's what it's interesting for me, and let me let me try it, let me try it, and then it the the person on stage became more reality, and um, yeah, that was that was a way you are not sure about everything. You let it's, it's a flow. I mean, and 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 Tommy was at the moment he was a little confused about the femin femininity of 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 uh, Hedwig, uh, yes. and that yeah, that's a strange moment for maybe. Especially because of his background, you know, his family's very religious. They're they're a military yeah, exactly. family. Yeah. yeah, he's probably been told this is th th these people are evil. Like, don't go near them. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. but but they're not. A lot, like, I mean, like today, we have a lot of people who are always thinking like that. Um, that we are some um, crazy um, some crazy creatures, mm -hmm. and we we are not allowed to live in this world because we are. I mean, uh, perverts, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I met a lot of people. Always, um, I mean, the newest um, influence going from TikTok, and I use it very often, uh, twice a day, with uh, to 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 spread in the information about um, trans and drag all over the world to the younger guys. And uh, there, there are so many questions about. Um, drag and about trans persons yeah. from the from the from the heterosexual normal cis white girls and guys <laughs> and it's crazy and it's good to teach them on the one way but on the other hand um you see how how uh, there's a lot of um misinformation about the parents and oh, that's God, yeah. crazy yeah no it is it is good though to to be spreading the message and teaching and whatnot because people yeah. do get a bit confused like they assume as well if you do this, it's like, oh, so you're a gay man. And it's like, yeah, no, not necessarily. Yeah. There's many other factors at play. That's a, that's a pretty. I mean, we have ge more than sixty gender identities. I mean, that's uh, mm. there's a lot of space for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And maybe this is this is Tommy finally discovering this, like a, a lot earlier than a lot of people as well, because. Well, you know, back when this movie was made, these topics were still not spoken about a lot in yeah, that's true. in public. You know, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Especially people who don't conform to one thing or the other, like because Hedvig kind of, especially by the end of the film, they see themselves almost as a as a completely separate thing. Like I am now a complete person. I'm Hedvig. I'm not a man. I'm not a woman. I am me. Um, yeah. and that would just confuse people back then. Absolutely, and that uh, well, that's such an amazing message because um, I mean she had this uh, she had this um, um, bad uh, experience with the operation and 
of course, um, she's something in between, and that's good, and that's mm. that's a good thing. I mean, I mean, you don't have to be this one or the other. Yeah, you can be everything in between, and that's the reason why I love the 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 possibility to have sixty gender um, identities. I mean, I, I did a, I did a TikTok years ago, not years ago, maybe half a year ago, mm. about a sex. Uh, um, uh, gender identities and a lot of comments came in and they say we only have two genders if yes that's true maybe three but we have 60 identities more than 60 identities and they don't yeah. understand that they don't fucking understand that because they can't imagine that people can be more than man or woman <laughs> they're stuck in that trap aren't they yeah they're stuck in the trap exactly <laughs> once you once you free your mind of that i find your life becomes richer you're a much better person. There's no, no more faking of anything. It's, it's great. It's freeing. Yeah, it's freeing. It's free yourself. It's exactly. I had a conversation today um, with a trans man, and uh, he said, it's for him. It's a, a very, it's a step to 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 uh, recognize that himself could be much more better. And that moment when he decided to be a man mm. was much more bigger than now because now the, the way is much more harder and there's a very st rocky st uh, rocky way yeah. to become a man from from a woman because you have a lot of operations you have a lot of uh hurtings um you have a lot of people to have to trust to mm. and uh, but the, that, that, that's ever, that's absolutely fine because it's not it's not uh, the most uh hard uh thing is to make the decision to be someone to be something new yeah. Because all the people around you says, um, say, yeah, you are a woman. You have to be a woman. You are a woman. And then something you said, no, I can't be. I would like to be a man. And that's my way. And to, to decide that and that in your mind, in your head, I mean, think that it's a very, very hard decision. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And uh, Tommy is wrestling with his attraction here a little bit, isn't he? Uh, but is Hedvig, like, she, she gives him a weird little look at the beginning here i find is, is she kind of suspicious of him of all men it's like she looks intrigued that he's interested but also kind of um on guard like she's not sure should i go for this is it right is it wrong will he screw me over <laughs> yeah yeah i mean she's she's a girl she's a, she's a person who give him all the identity you give him she give him the name he give him the, the look um um, if yeah. I think she's the founder of, of Tommy. Well, I know there are some people who think that Tommy is Hedvig. This is weird, I find. They think he is kind of a manifestation of like what Hedvig wanted to be. And it's kind of, they're the same person. Whereas I see it more like it's philosophical. You know, they're, they're not literally the same person, but they kind of, Tommy represents a part of Hedvig. So that's why they create the superstar Tommy Nossis in him. That's maybe what they wanted in their life prior. Yeah, but to be true, uh, to be honest, um, uh, at the, and all these, in, in the, um, I, as, I saw, as I said, the first time I saw Hedwig on stage was in the theater and this was um, the same interpretation to me because, yeah, I saw, I think, okay, that's always uh, built in her mind and the, the, the person Tommy Nossis is just in her mind and she wanted to be the superstar, the male superstar. And um, because she lost everything, she lost the whole 
male being. Um, yeah. can, can you say male being? Is it a good word? I don't yeah, know. that makes sense. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Okay, and um, and and so I think that was an interpretation of her to to be um, to be this superstar as a, as a man, mm. and uh, because she lost this this male male stuff. Um, but in the new in the movie, it was a little bit. Um, different i think i I was i wasn't sure about that at the end well okay i like that actually because i come from a world of movies i like uh, are often quite strange like i'm a big david lynch fan so oh me too by the way me too oh thank god we're gonna get along even better (laughs) because in david lynch like things in people's minds become real in the movie like they become physical reality so you could say, well, maybe Tommy is Hedvig, and it's it's just portraying it as real. You're seeing it physically. Yeah, you see, you're seeing her, of course. You're seeing him, and um, he, he's playing his role and everything. But um, as I said, for me in the theater, it was always clear that Hedvig is Tommy in another in another way, but uh, mm. just in her mind. I don't know. It was a surreal interpretation. But yes, um, I mean, David Lynch is always. Uh, uh, a good uh, example for, mm. for 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 something like this because his films are so crazy and wonderful. <laughs> yes, I mean, I was the last. I mean, his last film, Inland Empire, I oh. saw it four times, Ooh. and I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. It's more about the feeling necessarily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I saw Mulholland Drive maybe twenty times, and I going to Los Angeles in two thousand and eight, <gasps> eighteen, and go to the Mulholland Drive just to make a picture, a selfie <laughs> with the with the sign. I'd have that to do really, it. Yeah. That was really good. Um, oh, that's one of my favorite films, Mulholland Drive. Definitely, Mulholland Drive is so. I mean, I mean, the actors and everything was it made it blazed me away. It was so good, mm-hmm. and um, but Inland Empire was like. like I mean, I go to the cinema because I have a big David Lynch fan, and I sit and sit sit in the cinema, and it was maybe ten persons inside, and uh, it was really crazy. It was a big cinema with ten persons. That's a good sign to me. <laughs> That's a good sign, yeah. And I saw it, I saw the film, and, it's, and it was over, and I said, "Okay, I have to see it again." And then at the second time, I see, "Okay, I have to see it again." And so it came, it came, and I don't find the whole. I, I can't interpret it for the first time. No. That was crazy. It's it's the weirdest one. And that that's when I then go, right, I'm going to go online and I'm going to read loads of articles trying to explain it. And everybody has a completely different interpretation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I love that's that, a, though. That's great. That's a curious, I mean, as I saw Lost Highway, I was so, so entertained because it was you have, I have I have my idea what the, what you what you want to say with this film and then I saw Mahala Drive and it was the same I have my mm-hmm. idea what you want to say and then I saw Inland Empire and <laughs> totally I said, different. okay what is this what 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 can I see in this I can't see something so that was really great I mean all the all, all the films from David Lynch are really amazing and uh, yeah, yeah that was a kind of a good um, um, compared to 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 Hedwig because for me, it is, is the stage uh, was the stage uh, and the producement uh, pr- production was a little bit like um, uh, an interpretation of mm. can I be a man? Can I be a famous man? Can I be a superstar? And then on the film, I saw okay, she is she is a, she is, she is the, the teacher of Tommy Noses, mm. and there's no there's no uh, she's not a different person. This is two two persons. 
but, I, but I can't, through I can't creating the character of Tommy Nossus, in a way, it's like creating maybe the persona they they would have wanted to be, isn't it? Like this could have been me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that's part of the jealousy aspect, isn't it? Like because they they create Tommy, he becomes huge and famous, and everybody loves him. It's like, that could have been me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all have these dreams. I mean, we all with 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 the drag, we we do we trying to uh, to um, create personas who are a kind of um, okay. In a in, we say we say in the public, we are well known because a lot of uh, productions um, go. We we go into a lot of productions. We saw a lot of people, and at the end, you go home, you demake up yourself, and then. You are not this person anymore, yeah. and to to be both is very very different, uh, very difficult. Because um, for me, for the first time, I do it for. Um, do you know um, the um, Martin Harkett from Aha? He is the lead singer from this uh, first ever boy band Aha. Yes, is, I like Aha. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he, this guy was the person who to, 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 who wants me to have him in this music video. And um, but he want to see both characters, the the, the, the male character before, uh-huh. and then uh, she evolved uh, after the transformation, and that was the first time I ever did show my my male uh, person before because I want to protect myself from the from the uh, public a little bit. Yeah. But um, this guy said, okay, no, no, we have to. We have, yeah, I want to see both. I want to see the transformation, and. Um, because I was a big, big fan from Martin Harkett and Aha, and when, when I was when I was a child, mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, I do it." <laughs> <laughs> anything, and, anything for you. <laughs> and that was a start. And at the end, I and now I, I saw a lot of transformations, and I, I, I show everything about both the characters. So yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, but I, I, I can understand that. Um, um, I mean, I, I did a video uh, uh, for 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 singer songwriter girl and. About uh, ten years ago, and we show both sides of me. And I, and the mm-hmm. story was as as Wolf as Wolf Gang. That's my real name. As Wolf, I go to the theater, go to the bar, and have to wait as everyone has to drink. And then I'm on on the line. Then I'm <laughs> I get my drink after everyone has has, has served. And yeah. as Sheila Wolf, I just go to the bar and just say, "What do you want to drink?" Straight away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's that's it. That's it. That's uh, uh, exactly the difference between your your imagine your character you you building because you're such a um, glamorous person stands yeah. in the audience. Everyone is looking at you. Everybody wants wanna wanna see you. I mean, on the, sometimes on a good way, sometimes on a bad way, but they see you. Yeah. As uh, as Wolf, nobody sees you. That's the difference. And that's the same with with Hedwig and Tommy because I think Hedwig was also a very impressive person but not an, as impressive as a very um attractive um <laughs> f- from everyone is loving him every he's a successful music musician uh have a lot of groupies who want to go in bed with him and <laughs> and i think that was the kind of was was, was hedwig want to be yeah yeah it, it they, that's what they wanted and it's uh sadly not happened for them it, it kind of does by the end of the film but then they sort of reject it but you know i'll get there eventually (laughs) (laughs) spoiler finally we will get there um but tommy here he he very much like a geek he starts rocking out and being cool and hedvig has a cool line saying uh the bands that tommy introduced her to were new 
Boston, Kansas, America, Europe, Asia. Now, that's funny because they then say travel exhausts me because they're going all around the world there. But those are all rock bands. That's a great joke. They're all the names <laughs> of big bands. <laughs> they've deliberately picked ones that have the names of places. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love the scene where where they stay in 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 this moment where they uh, go on this uh, I don't know but it was a diner I don't know where they're playing and um, oh, yeah. a groupie is a groupie is coming and try to 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 go to Tommy and she's like now go away and then <laughs> he, he crashed this this bottle and he tried to cut her and I go away that that's my, that's he it's my creation that was crazy nice <laughs> yeah it's bottle time I'm gonna smash some people's faces. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How dare the fans come up to Tommy? He's mine. <laughs> uh, I love as well here where they're they're talking to Tommy and explaining their history. Because you know, Hedvig leans in to kiss him and he sort of recoils, as we mentioned. Yep. And uh, she answers his quite difficult question about their past. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot to tell. And it it kind of makes me laugh how they just described the Second World War as, oh, there was a big war. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. A uh, big war. You, you might have heard of it. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing on this situation was um, when I was a child, there was this fucking war. And uh, I was on the west side. And I, of course, I was. I had a kindergarten. And the mm. kindergarten was right close to the wall. Oh. And um, we always go twice a week or once a week. I don't know. Uh, to this, uh, There was some steps. And you could... Uh, when you when you when you climb the steps, you could look uh, over the wall to the other side. Oh, I've and, seen that and, in pictures. Yeah, yeah. And the teacher is saying, and this is the east side of Berlin. And as a small child, I mean, with uh, I don't know eight or seven years, you don't recognize what happens with you because there's wall, that's a but the border, and you mm -hmm. can't go over it, and that's it. That's, yeah, I suppose you don't question it, do you? You're like, oh, yeah, okay. there's no question about what it's behind the wall. No matter what, I mean, that's yeah, okay. That's the east side, nice. And then at the in the same moment when you stand on this, um, on these stairs and this on, on the wall, there came the American patrol with all these MGs and all these uh, machine guns and um, jeeps and everything. That Whoa. was a very crazy moment in the, <laughs> in the past. And then, um, yeah, that's. That was the kind of moment when I saw the movie, when I said, oh, that's my childhood. That's nice. That's <laughs> cool to hear, actually, because I have always wondered how people sort of from Germany, especially around that time, would react to it. Like, would it, would you identify with it and things like that? So that's great. Yeah, it brings, it brought a lot of memories back, a lot of memories, because West Berlin was such an island uh, in, in, in East Germany and um, we are always was very special. I mean, I understand that um, this moment when when Hedwig um, decided to to fell in love with this American guy because he offers the world yeah. because we was this we were, we are on this small island and we always called the the rest of Germany said okay uh, in German we said die da drüben so um, it's just the, the other the other side of of, of the world because oh, yeah. we are just and we are catch or no we are um, how can I say we are uh, trapped in this in this mm. big country around us, East Berlin, uh, East Germany, and we are this fucking small West Berlin, and uh, protected by the Allies. And it was 
crazy, crazy situation. Uh, I mean, uh, 30 years ago, it's oh, a long yeah. time, but I'm an old person. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I can imagine. I can imagine. I mean, I've been to Berlin, but it wasn't until after the uh, the wall came down. And you can st- you can still kind of uh, imagine it, I think, even from just going around and looking at museums and things. It's, yeah, it's strange. Yeah, there's an Elise Museum. That's very nice. It's <gasps> in Zehlendorf, and it's yeah, very nice that. to see. Yeah. yeah, there's a big there's a big Hastings, a big uh, plane. And, um, yeah, I mean, but that's the, the funny thing is that I can imagine the, this, this, this rush from, from, from Hedwig to, to see the whole world, to, to leave this uh, small, I mean, trapped uh, thing and say, I, 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 I do everything for you because I love you. I make this operation for you. And, uh, mm-hmm. yes, let's, let's see the world. Let's, let's become famous all over the world. And, uh, yeah, that's, um. I mean, these times in, in the past was very crazy. I mean, it was Germany or West Berlin was a very free city. I mean, we had David Bowie here and everything. Yeah, it was yeah. very, very subcultural. That was very nice. But uh, at the end, it was um, uh, a bordered, bordered city. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange combination of things that it's yeah. they kind of don't go together. It's like very hip and cool and liberal and open, but then it's also right on the forefront of all that. Exactly, yeah. And every time you have, if, if every time you want to sort of go over the over the border, uh, you have to pay twenty five <laughs> uh, D mark, not yours. It's what D mark. That's the the old uh, currency. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I I I keep meaning to buy. I I collect things. I'm a collector. I'm sad. I'm pathetic, and I keep meaning to buy old money from from that kind of era. <laughs> when I went there, they people were selling it, but I'm like, is that real, or are you just doing it for tourists? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, not, that's, not, that's absolutely real. You never, you never know. <laughs> yeah, because I, I then again, I did do the the silly cheesy tourist thing, like uh, checkpoint Charlie. It's like, well, we can stamp your passport with the old stamps. I'm like, yeah, okay, do it. <laughs> Oh, really? You can? Yeah. They'll they'll stamp them with the stamps and uh, you have to pay a little bit and you get a picture with the guards. But you have to pay more for that. It's like, I'm not really bothered. I just want the stamps. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Okay. (laughs) Never heard it before that you can can get some stamps and check on Charlie. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all the old. I've got them here. They're the old stamps. I've got... uh, there's the Soviet one. There's all the different ones they give you. There's the French section. There's the UK one, the USA. There's all kinds ah, of different okay. stuff. <laughs> so funny. it looks like as, I've been to these places, but I haven't really. <laughs> yeah, as a balloonah, you are, you are so far away from all these tourist points. That's <laughs> crazy. I mean, I did a TikTok for Miss Maisel. That's a, um, a funny thing on Amazon Prime, a funny... A seven, a fifty, sixties show. Oh yeah, um, that's very nice because I love this this um, this girl who tried to break out of the world of dominated man. It was so crazy. <laughs> With, as a comedy, as a comedy uh, person, um, and uh, I did an, I did a tribute to her, and then I go to this Elias Museum for the oh, first yeah. time, and it's, it was very crazy to go in as Sheila Wolf in a fifties dress <laughs> to come to this guys from the Elias Museum who've never saw a drag queen before. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, though. Introduce them to crazy. a new world. Yeah, it was nice. You can all that find on TikTok, by the way. Yes. Oh, I'm checking it out. Well, I... check, it, check it by Sheila Wolf, and then you can see it. <laughs> 
Well, you know, as listeners to the show will know, because Laganja Estranja kind of convinced me to get a TikTok, I now have one, yeah. uh, but I don't use it very much. So there you go. That's going to be one of my one of my next followers will be you on TikTok. <laughs> uh, and I, I like here how Tommy, you know, asking about Hedvig's past and stuff, Hedvig starts explaining, but because we, the audience, know the story, we can't hear it. It's a really cool way, I think, to show that she's telling the tale and also to represent like the double meaning. Uh, it's a bombshell to Tommy's sheltered world, as we say. It's it's gonna it's gonna blow up his mind almost. It, and we hear an actual bomb. That's great. That's true. You 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 uh, you reflect all the details. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I decided to do this. I'm like I I have seen this movie too many times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think so. That's true. Oh, to be honest, then... I just saw I just saw the video as a movie met twice or two times. I don't know. I mean, I see this. So I see, you you sent me this scene, and I saw a lot of times this scene. But yeah, the movie I just saw it twice. I think. Um, but I see the theater part uh, maybe uh, four, five, six times. I don't know. That's amazing, though. That's great to me. I I like all these perspectives because the the theater show. Like as you kind of alluded to before, you, you're kind of imagining these scenes. You don't see them. Because Hedwig's yeah. talking about them, but you don't you don't see them happening. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Oh, and then the the bomb explodes, and I guess this is where Hedwig gets to their gender reassignment. And Tommy looks kind of shocked, not disgusted or anything like that, which is Im- impressive for someone so indoctrinated in religious stuff and whatnot. You know, he's not he's not shocked. he's not disgusted. He's just a bit shocked, like oh whoa, uh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> And then he comes out with his line that a lot of people seem to like, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Which confuses me a little bit, but okay. Oh, me too. Because that was the strangest uh, moment on this, on, the, on this scene. Because <laughs> yeah. I said, what? What are you saying? Why? Why Jesus? I mean, okay. I know, yeah. Like, is he saying that maybe despite sinning, as in you know, being queer and what whatever, it's okay. Jesus will forgive you. Is that what he's? I don't know. I don't know too much about these things. <laughs> but you know, it's not the right attitude necessarily. But at least he's not being aggressive or anything. He's he's genuinely curious, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm I'm, I'm never so um so addicted to to Jesus and all this stuff. So and and I don't I don't I don't reflect the scene so much with mm. with this moment. Um, but yeah, I don't know why why she's saying this. I don't know. It's a strange one, but but Hedvig has a good comeback. No, but I love his work. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and in fact, actually, I just thought as a child, you saw in the flashbacks, they were watching a cartoon called Jesus Was Good. So they have a bit of a connection with religion and things like that. Like they they at least have a grounding and an understanding of of religious things and Christian things. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> And Tommy argues that uh, what what Jesus was saving us from was his father, God, which kind of makes sense. He's not wrong because, uh, you know, Jesus takes on the sins of mankind. So if he doesn't, God would punish man just for being man. Uh, so that makes sense. He's not wrong. He's actually right. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, maybe the, the, the um, interpretation of, uh, of people... It's always different. I mean, maybe uh, Cameron Mitchell would want to say that um, 
that uh, Jesus or the, the church always tried to uh, bring you on one gender and not on not on something in between. And that was a moment where they can, uh, I don't know, put it in this movie. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And then they talk about a bit that's a bit like the origin of love because uh, he says, what kind of God creates Adam in his image and then pulls Eve out of him to keep him company? And that, that did remind me of the origin of love, you know, the, the people being split and torn apart. So maybe that's why Hedwig feels the connection with Tommy because it's not even necessarily about Christianity. It's just about the origins of man, of love, of people, philosophy. So that they're, they're connecting with him on that level. Like, ah, we're on the same kind of uh, wavelength. We both understand this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure about that at, at, in this moment that uh, Tommy realized that um, there was a girl in front of him. I don't know. Mm. Maybe just the mother or I don't know. Mm, um, maybe. Yeah. For me, the moment was like, um, he he uh, accepted her as a, as a mother, as he as a producer more or less, um, ah. but not as he not. Um, Hedwig want to be um, the, the in a relationship with Tommy, but I think Tommy don't want because he not he, he's not in he's too young to reflect everything about relationship yeah. and yeah yeah and you find out later on spoiler everyone that they kind of aren't too intimate. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe Tommy's like, well, you know, I I respect you and I love you in a different way, but I I'm too immature to explain this. So I'm kind yeah, of yeah. just going to play along and you know get what I can from you. Like maybe not in a nasty way, but he just doesn't know how to say I'm not interested. You know. But the funny thing, if you stay with the idea that uh, Tommy and Hedwig are the same person. Then it's a, that is a struggle between both, and uh, I mean, I, I know the struggle for myself when when I go and when I when I go out on drag, and um, the people ask me, yeah, and what do you what what what's your wife saying about this? And they say, okay, I'm, what what that doesn't matter because now I'm Sheila Wolf, and now I'm the person on stage, and now I'm the producer of the big show, yeah. and uh, what 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 kind of uh, situations are coming that you're thinking my wife is um, had a problem with it at the moment because she's proud of me at the moment and yeah. um, and then people want to want to know um, and are you struggling with yourself because uh, you don't know what you are man or a woman you say oh, no yeah, I'm not struggling this, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not struggling I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not hundred percent what I am uh, now by the way and um, I don't want to be a girl but I can play a girl I can play a girl as perfect as I can. So that you are going um, maybe in love with me, if you like, because <laughs> I have tits, I have ass, I have everything. I, I don't change my voice, but you, if you love a girl with a dark voice, you, yeah, it's me. Yeah. And um, that's a funny thing that that in 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 in, in between, as a, people always thinking that I'm struggling, that people are doing drag are struggling because they can't decide man or woman, but we don't struggle. We no. we, we we know everything 100. percent If you're doing drag. We know what we do. That's the point. It helps you know, if anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it helps me a lot. I mean, it, it helps. It, it's protect myself. I, as as, as Sheila Wolf, I can protect myself from the from the. Uh, I don't know from assholes or from everything mm -hmm. because Sheila Wolf is like a child, a shield. No, a shield, not a child. A shield. Yeah. And um, it, it's a, it's a kind of superhero uh, um, magic person who protect me 
from from uh, angry persons or from I don't know attacks ver- verbal attacks or anything. That's a bit like Hedvig. Once they put their wig on and they become the rock star, Hedvig, it's like a superhero. That, that's a point. Yeah, that's exactly the same. When I put my lashes on, for me, uh, that the transformation begins uh, with, with me with the lashes, not with the wig, with the lashes. Because when my eyes are changing uh, from the from the normal male eyes, um, there's a lot. It's, it's, it's a long process because I glue everything yeah. and uh, uh, and I put these lashes on and a lot of makeup and then I look in the mirror and the eyes are looking different, hundred completely different. Nobody nobody will recognize these eyes from, from before to later. And um, for me the transformation beginning with these lashes. And it's like the, the same with the Hedwig's uh, wigs. Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought about that. Once you put the lash yeah. The eyes, as they say, are the window to the soul. Exactly. So if yeah. you transform the eyes, yeah. Oh that's cool. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing it. <laughs> yes, you can steal it. <laughs> oh, and then we, yeah, Tommy asks for the apple, metaphorically. Not so much the knowledge. He's been given that just now, but he wants uh, Hedvig's experience, teaching, wisdom, the love. Uh, not necessarily sexual love, but, you know, as you brought up, actually, the looking at Hedvig almost as a mentor. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I think uh, in the movie, uh, Tommy saw... Uh, Hedwig as a, as a mentor yeah not mm. more that, I, oh, I like that as well everyone's different angles on this wonderful but but <laughs> but at, but the, at the end for the um, as I said for the for this for the uh, stage production I for me it's totally clear that Hedwig and Tommy are the same person but not in the movie and so what can we do with this with this fact that um, mm. that for the stage production um, I think there's just a struggle between both characters in one person and um, when I saw, when I say Sven uh, Ratzke in, uh, in the last production of Hedwig, he uh, impersonates this moment so perfectly from, <laughs> from becoming uh, uh, Hedwig um, to, to Tommy. It was a perfect moment in this, in this mm-hmm. moment. But it's spoiler because don't, <laughs> if you go to the theater, um, don't expect that because it's not there. Ah. <laughs> Now, now it's it, now it's a very nice moment because for me it's uh, always this, this moment when um, you transform yourself from from man to woman with all these shades of of layers of um, what you need to transform. I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, I, I mean um, hard copies you need yeah. to put on. You need to put some hips. You put you you have to, have to wear a corset. You have to wear boobs and everything. And um, under all these layers are the same person but he looked totally different and um mm. that was the reason why i love hedwig so much because it was exactly a kind a part of my life because hedwig was was written long before i started drag but it was when i saw it first before um and never heard i never heard of it before but then i saw this, this stage production and I heard there as a as a as a movie. Oh my God! I have to see that. And then I saw this movie and I cried because it was such a lot of in in uh, parts of my history and of my career. Yeah, yeah, very very personal to you. That that's great. Very very personal. Yeah, I mean there are always steps in your career in in your career to become a drag persona, and um, this starts with with the first time and you. When you uh, put some, some I don't know, some eyeliner on and just a lipstick, that's all, and maybe a rude wig, and mm-hmm. and then 
now 17 years later you have a, a process from three hours to become <laughs> a, a different person with a lot of layers with a lot of hips with a lot of makeup with a lot of shadings contouring and blah 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 and at the end you you, you stand in front of the mirror and said okay it's a different person but inside you're the same and that's what's cool that's that's what i love about it so much yeah and, and you get that in hedwig although it's more about not necessarily drag but uh, you know gender identity and things like this it's the same yeah. kind of world yeah yeah absolutely i mean if we uh, normally I, I would i would um try to give everyone the the um, recommendation to see Hedwig when you are not sure about uh, trans are you are you are you being a, what what are you what i am but i mean the, the, today i think that the the, the the younger audience are more of open to 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 be everyone to be in yeah. between to live and to live whatever they want but uh, 50 years ago or, or 40 years ago it was a kind of uh, i don't know self-murdering um, um, yeah definitely when you when you try to be something different i mean there are, was a lot of travesty um, in germany not a lot but there was a few travesty in germany and they mm. was accepted because they are very famous and then in the 90s in the 90s and 2000 years there was no travesty at all in whole germany there was it was it was it just died i don't know why it was oh. no travesty at all and um um, yeah, I mean, RuPaul brought a lot of uh, new influences to the kids, and that was oh, really good. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, people have a lot to say about RuPaul in a bad way lately, but you know, you, he's definitely helped with the public perception of these kind of things. Absolutely. I mean, he opened he oh, he's opened doors. I mean, and now he's um, a kind of conservative uh, in in this in this moment when he when he decided to to always bring man gay man to to RuPaul's Drag Race because yeah. I think he he should uh, or he she whatever she sh uh, should open for every for every gender identities for his show but that was a little bit crazy about Ru but the rest mm. was he opened a door and this door is now open and we can we can step through and we can do whatever we want now I mean hell yeah I mean the point is that we get a also in Germany I mean we need not more lo longer than, than America but um, now in Germany we are having a this screen of drags a tv series oh i tried to watch that um i found it online i know yeah. it's technic technically illegal because it's not on the tv here but the second episode um they muted all the music because it was breaking some copyright things so i couldn't watch after episode one <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean to be honest it was um not my favorite drag format in um because but it opened also doors i mean it, it was mm. uh, the point is that this format is not um it was I was I was asked to to play in it and oh. um, and they asked me yeah you want we want to have this, a straight influence in this show I said oh that's a good idea let's do that and what what is the fee and they say oh we don't have a fee I said oh, what not your oh. not not the truth <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't do six weeks in Los Angeles in front of a TV camera not with any fee that's not possible oh yes that's, that's crazy. That's a casting show. We 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 do it uh, and uh, we do it like this. And I say, okay, then not with me. I'm sorry for that. And so I do. Um, I did in, in March this year. I do. My, I did my own TV show. It's called The Diva and Me, and mm. um, it's on TV now. It's like Netflix in Germany. So yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll uh, 
I'll see if there's any way I can uh, watch this. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. You have to you have to stream it, but but you have to take an abo with uh, TV Now, I think. And um, then you, but it's not very expensive. I think it's four euros or so. I don't know. Oh, that's fine. I can do that. Yeah, hell yeah. Check it out, everybody. Yeah, check it out. Although most of our listeners are American, I don't know if they can. <laughs> but um, then, so Hedvig hugs Tommy, holds him close. After that, you know, Hedvig's going to turn this kid around. She snaps the Peter Frampton record from his hands. You're not listening to that anymore. It's time to educate him about David Bowie, Lou Reed, Iggy Pop. (laughs) Some of my favorites of all time. And pretty much everyone who's come on the show has uh, picked one of them (laughs) at some point as a musical choice. Because not only are they so relevant to the character and whatnot, but... Everyone in this world just loves these guys, right? Of course. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm from Berlin, and David Bowie has very creative years here. And yeah. um, I, I, I go to the uh, David Bowie Museum at the um, where was it? It was in was it in London or where was it? I don't know. Oh yeah, there was one in London for a while. Um, yeah, where they the, had all these costumes and things. At the V and A or A and yeah, V and A, I think. And it was really fucking amazing it was one of the most ex- ex- um, uh, amazing ex- exhibitions i ever saw before and um uh, there were all the costumes and all his life and everything and it was oh. it touched me and there was a big room it's like a like a cubic and mm. um you saw him in a in 20 meters playing his, his songs uh, projected by uh, millions of projectors and it oh. was uh, you can lay on the ground and saw him uh, playing it was Really a great moment. Oh, I'm so jealous. I didn't get to go. My partner went. I didn't get to go. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, really? Oh, yeah, fuck. I was working. I couldn't. So they went down to London to see it you know, yeah, with it was, other people. It was, um, it was one of the best experiences I ever had with, uh, with exhibitions. I'm not a fan of exhibitions, by the way. I, I, just, I was in Den Haag last, uh, two weeks before, and then we go to the... Um, to the uh, to a museum with a lot of very um, impressive pictures, but to the, mm. to be honest, it was nice. And but I'm not a friend of going to a museum or going to an exhibition. It saw something, but the David Bowie stuff was really great. It was <laughs> entertaining. It was um, yeah, nice. And David Bowie was an, a very big influence for me too in my youth. So uh, yeah, of course. Hell yeah! I mean, I've got. I don't have all of the. I've got on vinyl record, I'd say 90% of his music. I haven't got all of it yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> but I haven't got a lot of 90s stuff. Did you did you, that, did you saw him live sometimes? No. You know what's so annoying? When he brought out, well, Black Star came out, you know, his final album. I had it pre-ordered for like a year. It came out. I, I got it on like, I think the Friday. I listened to it and was like, this is amazing. He yeah. is definitely going to tour this album. We'll buy tickets as soon as they go on sale. And then, of course, by like the, what was it, the Sunday? Maybe the Monday? He was dead. So heartbreaking. And also my whole plan of we're going to buy tickets (laughs) was completely ruined. Okay. I saw him in front of the Reichstag in Berlin with a a spider web tour. And it was really fucking amazing. It was, um, I mean, I was really stoned, but. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best way to see the spider web. That's the best way to see, yeah. But it was um, it was a big festival in front of the Reichstag. Um, I, I mean, a year or two years before the wall came down, and that was um, was Eurismix was there, and um, Dave Bowie was there, and Genesis was there, and it was mm. a fucking three three days festival. 
and it was so good and they were stoned three days in a row <laughs> and um, the good thing was that to see David Bowie once in a lifetime live on stage it was I mean he was he was as big as my uh, thumbnail because I was very far away <laughs> Still but it worth was, it but I, I, to, to lay down on the ground to see the stars and to hear him live it was really great oh, and what a setting by the Reichstag oh it's great yeah it was crazy and so he was he influenced me a lot and um so that was all my, my choice for for the music oh well we can yeah we'll we'll get to that in a bit uh, all i saw in front of the reichstag was a, a stray fox at three in the morning <laughs> oh, oh stray fox nice <laughs> I know, I wanted to follow it. <laughs> My partner's like, don't follow a, a fox. <laughs> <laughs> Never follow a fox. Always follow the white rabbit. <laughs> well, it was three in the morning. I was very drunk. I was like, ah, let's just follow this fox, see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Try to find the white rabbit. That's more impressive. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what we were. I think we were coming back. We'd been out uh, in Kreuzberg. Uh, where had we been? There was a bar called Wild at Heart. Yes, of course, uh, I know that. Yeah. I performed there a lot. Oh, well, we'd seen a um, a burlesque show and stuff there. And there was a drag queen there as well who was great, but this was years ago now. And, uh, and yeah, we were really drunk coming home and just went for a little walk at three in the morning. It was lovely. You, you, you saw a drag queen as well at heart, but in the burlesque show? There was show? a drag queen, yeah. Um, oh, what were they called? This was this was about six years ago, though. Uh, I think they were called, like, Bobby Blowjob. Ah, yeah, 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 Bobby, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've He's, seen him. <laughs> he, no, I know Bobby very well because he was part of my. I um the the guys who are doing this show in this small quiet heart uh, called Tizarets and um yeah and I was kind. It was part of the Tizarets years ago. Um, ah. and Bobby Bo Blowjob was um uh, part of the Crimson Carnival gang. He was two guys who throwing um knives and uh, um <gasps> something nice. on and, and and cutting himself with with uh. I don't know the name in English when you have to put two 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 uh, letters together with a with a kind of metal. It's a, oh it? okay yeah yeah. And he put it in his body a lot of times, and that's a kind of this guy. And Bobby Blowjob was uh, was a really nice person. I mean, he had some some problems, mental problems at the in the last oh, five years. We all do, don't we? We all do, yes, of course. But Bobby was kind of my part of my team. That's very funny. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, everything's too connected. Small. Yeah, everything's connected. <laughs> oh, that was it. Was a great show. It was a great show. Anyway, are they, are they still performing? I don't, know. I don't think so. No, no. I'm, I'm lost. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm is this is a troop is splitting because the head is going to Munich, and ah. um, I, I and I, I started my show six years ago, and uh, and leaving this group six years ago. So it was, um, yeah. Ah. Yeah. But we have a, not, a wonderful time together uh, in Berlin and all over the Germany because we are touring with this, with this, with this, uh, was, was um, five girls, me, Bobby Blowjob as a Crimson mm. Carnival gang and uh, two guest stars, I don't know, Lola, Lola, um, I don't know the name. So very <laughs> well, crazy. it's been a while. You can yeah, forget. It's a I'm while. not a forgetful I, person. I'm so bad with name. Lola Promilla. Now I have the name. Lola Promilla was the name. That's very nice. Promilla means like um, this. Um, do you know what Promilla is? No, you don't. No, not in English. No. I've no. I've heard the word before. My German's pretty bad. It's a did... it's a scale. If you have to test someone on alcohol, it's a it's a scale as Promil, ah. and she's calling her Promilla. It's like 
because oh, she's always drunk. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yes. And I identify with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> oh, and um, after Hedvig gets Tommy to sing in the oven, you know, use what you know, girl. That's what that's what Hedvig did. Um, she comes up with the stage name for him. Yeah. And I like all of these options. Like Tommy Syzygy. That might be a bit too difficult for some people to say and understand. Yeah, uh, exactly. And then Tommy Vile. That's really like super punk. I like that. <laughs> Tommy Taint. That sounds like a drag king. <laughs> all of these are cool. Obviously, they settle on Tommy Gnosis, which is, which is awesome. Gnosis, of course, being Greek for knowledge. But, but 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 do you know how she came on Greek? I mean, what is it? What is why 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 Greek? I mean, I think it's just because Hedvig has clearly got a. They have a history with philosophy. They like the classics. Uh, in the Origin of Love, of course, they sing about uh, Greek stories and things like this. You've got you've got Zeus in there. So I think just because Tommy brought up the idea of knowledge and Adam and Eve, so Hedvig spun it their way, like. Well, what's the philosophy I know? I know this kind of stuff. So I, I literally just think, well, like, well, I'll use that, and this sounds cool as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Tommy Nosis is nice. It's nice. It's got a good ring to it. Uh, I don't know if the drag king name of Tommy Taint would have the same kind of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, again, there's a there's a there's a um, American I know in Berlin who is a drag king. And they're called HP Loveshaft, which I ah yeah great. heard of yeah heard of him yeah oh you know him oh he, he's really cool uh, I've only met him like twice I think uh, they come over to Liverpool sometimes and oh, okay and perform here but yeah they're really cool and uh, they they would probably I could imagine them performing with someone with this name Tommy Taint <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Taint it's great and the guitar Hedvig gives him that's amazing isn't it yeah absolutely absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm not a very well-known guitar expert, but uh, it looks amazing, yeah. It does. And I, I mean, obviously, in real life, this didn't happen. But in the movie, I get the idea that Hedvig has, has maybe decorated this themselves. Like, they've painted it. They've sparkled it and whatnot. Obviously, John Cameron Mitchell will have got someone to do it. <laughs> but that's the idea. Like, I've made this for you. Because we've seen they're a very artistic person. Of course she is, yeah. She's a creative person. And uh, I mean, I, I can imagine that maybe she she will, she had uh, done this guitar. And yeah, I can follow you. And it's their kind of art that we've seen, like the characters on it. It looks like the artwork that's supposed to be theirs earlier. Did you saw the whole artwork on the guitar? Did you saw, uh, Did you see any detail in this moment? Oh, I've, I've zoomed in. <laughs> of course you zoomed in. Zoomed and enhanced. Of course you zoomed in. <laughs> It's great. And I love the idea of, well, Hedvig's like, well, okay, you're, you're a very religious person, so I'm going to incorporate the, the fish. Because I like this symbol for Christianity, the fish. I think that's quite a nice, a nice logo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, um, fish is always good because I fit, I'm, 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 uh, I'm a fish from the Sternzeichen. What is, what is uh, astrology? Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, they say here how... They were making money solely doing music. They were very happy. Let's see if it lasts. <laughs> it probably isn't going to last. Is it? <laughs> you know, they they think, oh, this is nice. We're going to have a great time together. We're making music. We're making money from it. It's going to be great. Uh, sadly, we know that doesn't happen. 
No, at the end they have to split because uh, they're. If you have to, I mean, I, to reflect it to myself, I'm. I, I wait at this moment where my where my stage persona is uh, killing my other character, <laughs> and then I have to decide <laughs> to kill my stage character to to be alive. Um, or oh. to yeah, but yeah, it's sometimes. I mean, um, when I start drag um, uh, seven years ago, I said with the age of fifty, I will stop this because then I'm an old guy. In a, in a in a glitter dress that nobody wants <laughs> to see that but to be honest i'm not 50 now <laughs> and everybody wants go. to see me so i can't stop so um don't just, stop don't ever stop <laughs> no 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 never 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 stop now I'll, i mean to be honest sometimes you have to stop because there's a, there's this moment where you can't look in the mirror and, and say no that's not me anymore and um it comes nearer and nearer so that's that's Ooh. the truth Oh well, now I'm a, I'm I'm uh, bald now, which doesn't help. Yeah, because I I like to dress up and be kind of gender neutral and whatnot, and uh, it is a bit more difficult when you're bald. Yeah, <laughs> when, it, you, when you lost your hair. Yeah, no, the hair's not the problem. <laughs> you can wear a lot of wigs. You can lay out a lot of. Oh, wigs. I do. But if if I don't wear a wig, people are like, "Oh, that's really cool the way you're wearing makeup and and a dress, but you're bald." And I just pretend like, "Oh yeah, it was a decision. It was, yeah. it was a deliberate choice." <laughs> <laughs> but for me, to to be honest, is it's for me the the most important thing. I think is the skin. If your skin is too old, you can't cover it with makeup. Uh, you can't mm. cover your age with makeup anymore. And then, um, yeah, you can go to a doctor, but I, I'm mm. afraid of doctors. So, um, yeah. oh, me too. So I have to stop sometimes because my skin's <laughs> getting older and older oh. every month. Oh, same for us all. Don't worry. Don't yeah. you worry. You still look great. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, but uh, speaking of old, because uh, this is the end of the scene, technically, I have a section I call in my terrible German, Ostalgie where I like to talk about something from East Germany uh, that, that relates to the scene. So I, having no knowledge of music, decided to look into guitars available in East Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I like to go really overboard and everybody, you get loads of listeners liking this bit and I have no idea what I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, a lot of them are now just sort of interesting for historical value or odd design features a lot of them aren't particularly great guitars, but it's it's agreed that behind the Iron Curtain, East Germany had the best guitars. So really? that's something to be proud of, yeah. Uh, East Germany and Czech. The Czech guitars are also very good, but everyone else's were crap, apparently. <laughs> okay, I never, I never heard theirs before. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, there's a lot of manufacturers going on uh, in both East Germany and Czechoslovakia. Uh, but most of them stemmed from actually historically making violins. So they're violin manufacturers who were asked, like, can you make some guitars as well? And they're like, uh, okay, <laughs> we'll give it a go. Really? <laughs> yeah, and apparently they did quite well at it. They were, they were all right. They were okay, which is, you know, better than probably the Soviet ones. <laughs> like, they're, they're fine. You can play them. Okay. <laughs> and they, they would kind of – an interesting fact I found was that uh, unlike Western ones, they wouldn't, like, stick to a wood. They would just use any wood that was kind of available at the time. Like, we've got lots of this wood. Make it out of it. So you get the same model of guitar made out of different wood from whatever local thing was big at the time. And that was made in the, in the East Germany? 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. And and Fender stole their idea. Like, oh, okay, we'll just make different wood as well. <laughs> wow, wow, I learned something new. I never heard this yeah. before. <laughs> cool. There you go. And some, I've got a list of some of the brands, but they mean nothing to me, so I won't go into all of them. There's uh, Pearl Gold, Meinl und Herald, Musima, Migma, I don't know, Taco, which is, uh, I'm going to say this really badly, that's short for Tauscher and Co., Ah, okay. Hernstorf, these are all big brands. And apparently most of them don't make them anymore, but collectors sometimes do buy them out of sort of curiosity, a nostalgia kind of thing. So go go and check them out. I did also find a list of places you can buy them, but that'll bore everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, not everyone is addicted to, to guitars. So yeah, yeah so me either. I tried playing them a hundred times and I get bored every time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do it. I wanted to be the next David Bowie, and I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know what the guys from this movie are doing right now? Like here, you got Michael Pitt, you know, playing Tommy Nosses. He's appeared in quite a lot of things. Oh, um, okay, okay, nice. He was in Hannibal most recently. Um, you know, the Hannibal Lecter TV show with Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, there was a TV uh, show on Hannibal Lecter? Oh, my, yeah. my God, never heard this. Oh, it's amazing as well. It's my favorite interpretation of the character. Oh, wow. It's great. And Mads Mikkelsen is a great actor. I love him so much. And it's really dark and twisted. <laughs> and um, a lot of Americans complain because they can't understand him because he's from Denmark. And I think it's great. I'm like, you sh Americans, now you know what we all feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I think most European people are perfectly fine with the Danish accent. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but if if you if you go to if you go to uh, Wikipedia, you can't see anything about um, John my Cameron Mitchell uh, about his uh, career after two thousand and six. Yeah, he does. He does kind of small things. He um he did direct a movie which I've reviewed on the Patreon. Everybody, if you want to go and check that out, uh, which is called How to Talk to Girls at Parties. <laughs> yeah, right. which is it's a punk rock uh, movie. It's based on a, a short story written by Neil Gaiman. Oh, okay. The the writer, um, and that I I really enjoyed that movie, uh, but lately he's just kind of doing Hedvig stuff. He's toured Hedvig again. He's brought Hedvig back as an older woman with a grey wig, which I thought was quite funny. Really? Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he did a lot of shows in Korea, in South Korea, um, as that character. And I knew there were plans to bring it to the UK. Uh, that uh, some of our former guests have told us about, but it's obviously because of everything happening, it's not going forward at the moment. Okay, yeah. Sadly. I mean, I mean that's strange because the time for um, trans or, or or I don't know, uh, drag performers are going well at the moment, and uh, a lot yeah. of a lot of a lot of RuPaul girls are going superstars around the world, and I mean, Hedwig should be a new. I don't know, reanimation. At the very least, get him on to judge for Drag Race. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the point, yeah. Why not? Or, or actually, what's more fitting is I really like the show Dragula. Yeah, oh, and uh, yeah, with the Bully Brothers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could get him on there. Cause They I've are crazy. A, a Bora from Dragula has been on the show, yeah. and, you know, there you go. They are crazy, that's true. <laughs> nice, darling. Now we'll uh, do music recommendations before we wrap up. So I get two because I'm a narcissistic arsehole. 
So my first music recommendation, because it ties into the the sort of religious aspect and things, I went with Depeche Mode's Personal Jesus. Oh, my God, really? I thought that was a great choice for this one. That was it, my it childhood. Oh, yeah. You, you like the same music as me, I think. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm growing up with this Depeche Mode stuff. I have all the see, I have all the the discs here, um, the original Ooh. hard copies, the big <gasps> ones. Oh, I'm jealous! I'm so jealous. Yeah, I love yeah. them so much. <laughs> I love Depeche Mode, New Order, all these kind of groups. Oh my God! Nice, yes. <laughs> so what's uh, what's your musical choice? What have you gone with? It can be any style. Um, I mean any style. Um, to be honest, it's um, I'm a very big rockabilly fan, and um, uh, Johnny Cash was one of my favorite. And I missed him to see him. Li- I-, I missed it to see him live uh, be- uh, <gasps> half a year before he died in Germany. Uh, and you know, he died. No, no, died. He won the perform in Germany, and then he died in the USA. And uh, yeah. I go to a friend of mine and ask me, yeah, will you come with me to Johnny Cash? And I said, oh, no, he could come next year. But that's possible. And then he oh, died. No. And that was really... That's like me with Bowie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really crazy. And uh, Johnny Cash was one of my favorites. Uh, even the older years was, was my, my other, my really big fan of him. And of course, David Bowie, because uh, that was yeah. my childhood, just to, to be his uh, major Tom and to be space identity. And it was... Um, yeah. Also, the all the, the years after that was very nice because I'm uh, I saw all these movies and I am a big fan of Bowie. Mm. Same here. Same here. Uh, so, do you have specific songs you want people to listen to, or should I just pick any uh, any from either that I that I like? Um, I mean, um, Major Tom by by Little Space Oddity is very nice. Or mm. um, um, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll go with that. It's a great choice. Yeah, take this because um, uh, let let us go to the stars because we can't uh, um, um, stay on stay on Earth anymore. <laughs> yeah, we fucked up this world. We let's, fucked uh, up the world. We have, start over. we have to go. We have to go. I'm sorry. Oh, my other choice for people that's going on the playlist is a band called the Sonics, who I like, but I'm not hugely familiar with. But they have a song called "Have Love Will Travel." which I thought was fitting for this as well, because, you know, traveling and and the love, everything in this scene, it fit that. Have love, will travel. (laughs) So I'm going to put that on there as well, everybody. And uh, now we will head off to the next gig. We'll get in the van and head down the road to the next show. So, uh, Sheila, would you like to tell people where you can be found online and whatnot, where they can get you on TikTok or Instagram? Oh, of course. Very, yeah, let's let's have a commercial for a moment. Um, <laughs> you can find me as in, on the performer's name, Sheila Wolf. I'm the producer of the Boilers Drag Festival in Berlin. I always have my own show. It's called the Votable Variety Show. It's a variety about um, all genders on stage with a lot of burlesque, boylesque, and queerlesque. And um, of course, you can find me online with um, on uh, TikTok and with Sheila Wolf and uh, on Instagram as Sheila Wolf. But I'm more often on TikTok with my new videos. Every day you can find two videos in a row about my life, about strange things, about comedy, and of course, about transformation. And hey. what else? I mean, yeah, that's all. I mean, I'm leaving Facebook and I'm leaving... <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm a, a um, short before to leave Instagram, but TikTok is always on the run. 
Well, a lot of people seem to be leaving Facebook, but if you want to speak to to me or other listeners, we are on Facebook. We have a group, Hedvig's Wicked Little Town. We're also on Twitter, at Hedvig Pod. Instagram, same, Hedvig Pod. And come and check out the Patreon, because uh, you can just give a couple of dollars and you get even more episodes where we review, at the moment we're going through Rent, the musical. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Nice. And you also get my other show, Bat Minute, where we review Batman, uh, you get all the bonus episodes of that as well for one price. So you get everything included. It's very cheap, very cheap. It just basically <laughs> goes it, it goes to just paying for equipment. <laughs> that's yes, that's literally course. it. I don't make any profit. We all never make profit anymore because Corona <laughs> is fucked up. And, uh, yeah, but we do it because we love it. Yep, exactly, because we love it. And we love you, everybody. So do join me again for the next episode of Hedvig Inch by Angry Inch. It'll be Chapter 16. Ooh, what can be happening? You'll have to tune in to find out. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Have a nice time. There it lies, feigning shock. My personal hair system. My hair. My head freak. A night. Like this When the world's a bit A mess And the lights go down Across the trailer park I get down I feel head Feel on the verge of going mad and then it's time to punch the clock i put on some makeup i turn up the tape deck and pull the wig down on my head suddenly i miss midwest Midnight checkout queen Until I head home And I put myself to bed I look back on where I'm from Look at the woman I've become And the strangest things seem Suddenly routine I look up from my vermouth on the rocks A gift-wrapped wig still in the box Of tiring velveteen I put on some makeup Some lavender baker I'm pulling the wig down from the shelf Suddenly I have 1963 until I head home and I turn back to myself some girls they get natural ease they wear it any way they please with the French flip curls and the perfumed magazine Wear it out
ever seen I put on some makeup And turn on the 8-track I'm pulling the wig down from the shelf Suddenly I'm Miss Farrah Fawcett from TV Until I wake up And I turn back to myself Jack Battle, Herbal Bob, Darby and will do Sausage curls, chicken wings, it's Alvin Kazakou With your blow drag, pebble back, Tony home with two Flip, bro, freeze, flop, it's all because of you It's all because of you, it's all because of you Okay, everybody, you sing I listen. I put on some makeup. Oh yeah, that's it. I turn on the eight track and pull the wig down from the shelf. Careful, that wig's expensive. Suddenly I'm this punk rock star of stage and screen, and I ain't ever. Christian, I wish you could play Hedvig. <laughs> <laughs>